This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Hold on, check me, boo. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and today I am joined by a returning guest that I always enjoy having a little Bravo chat with. Please welcome Danny Murphy. Hi, Danny. I mean, Dylan, the pleasure is all mine. What a Monday kickoff. I'm so excited. I know. I will say, I um, I feel like I'm on the struggle bus a little bit this morning. What's uh, happening? We, well, we had the Grammys last night, which felt like that took like years off of my life. And like a little bit of a hangover, you know, just kind of like okay, yes. a hangover, both in the literal sense of I am hungover, but also in the sense of like a Monday morning, you know, it's, it's yeah. a Monday. Yeah, Mondays are just hangovers. Like, even if you're not, even if you don't drink, they're just not, they're not good for you. I'm trying to reframe my Mondays where I don't try to be a good person on it. I just like basically consider it a weekend that I have to have my laptop open and it has changed my life. So I recommend for anybody. (laughs) Wow. I like, yeah, I like the idea. I feel like I'm really good at that mindset on a Friday where I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm like, I'm working, but you know, it doesn't feel, maybe just adopting that mindset five days a week would be. The key to unlocking <laughs> mental health and happiness. Oh, guys, a good life hack. Get a trust fund, quit your job, and Ooh. you're going to be so... The serotonin will, like, run in. They don't teach you that on TikTok because none of them want you to know that they have trust funds. But that's besides the point. I, I will say being back in the office sometimes, it's funny because I obviously, like, watch Bravo as part of my job. And so, I mean, people just look over and they're like, are you watching TV again? And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a lot to keep up with. I have to watch two different Below Deck franchises every week. Like, (laughs) it's not, it is, to quote, was it Courtney Kardashian? It's a full-time job. Or is that it's Kim? Full t- Kim, it's a full-time Kim, yes. job, yes. Because Courtney doesn't like to work. <laughs> right, Courtney Courtney's doesn't work. Courtney's the icon, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if she had a fucking business that she was passionate she about. Um, yeah. But we are going to talk about some random happenings in the Bravo universe today. First and foremost, I just want to um, send our thoughts and prayers to Bill Aiden's Ferrari, which was stolen last night. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was I thought it was like a Mad Libs when I was like, what is going, like, is this the new yeah. wordle? Like, I'm like, I missed something. And then I was like, oh, God. I need to go find the tweet because I woke up in the middle of the night. And I swear, <laughs> this tweet had just appeared before me. I also, Dylan, you're not helping yourself not sounding like the person who stole it. I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I'm a little stressed today. <laughs> I mean, I might have a parking ticket when I go outside. <laughs> so literally, she tweeted at 11.17 p.m., Bill's Ferrari got stolen from a garage in Paramus within the last house hour and a half. Please message any info, or if anyone has seen a red Ferrari California, please notify Paramus PD. I just... I don't like... Did you see the video that she posted? Yeah! That was intense, and she said the kids and her parents were in the house? Damn! I assume because their house is so nice that they had such, like, intense, like, security alarms and stuff like that, but I guess you don't have that with a garage? 
Yeah, I maybe or maybe there's like a silent alarm, but they were in there for a couple of minutes. I don't know how thievery works. Uh, no. Despite what you just suggested, I did not steal the car. I would not know how to do that. Also, I feel like getting to Paramus at 11 oh. p.m. would be kind of a headache. Well, and what I was thinking too is I feel like now is the time nobody wants a stolen car, A, because hopefully everyone's a good person, but B, a Ferrari. You can't fill that up with regular, I don't think. Like for gas, like you're gonna need the pr- so you're gonna steal a Ferrari that I don't even know like how what how to handle, and then you're gonna have to fill it up for like $120 every time you go. No one's gonna want your Ferrari, so just return it to the Aidens who can pay their gas. Allegedly, they can pay. For gas. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Joseph yeah. has entered the chat. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, we hope the car gets returned because it's never fun to have things stolen. But I mean, I'm glad everyone is okay at least i i it's one of those things where i'm glad it's a ferrari like i would love to have my ferrari stolen because that means i've had a ferrari actually i don't really like i don't understand cars so i don't want a ferrari but i i hope they get their car back because it's the right thing i actually was thinking it reminded me of when uh monique's bird t'challa went missing but i'm like that's like a little bit fucked up because it's like a living thing versus a car that was i mean and i'm I love I love T'Challa. That when she was live on Instagram for that, because that was in the yeah. deep beginning of the pandemic. Like mm-hmm. that was like like a mate like in 2020 pandemic. And I was like, I needed this. Cause because T'Challa was found. I was like, I'm just watching a housewife run around the state of Maryland looking for a parrot. And I'm like, this is this is what I need because I don't have a vaccine yet. It was it was my vaccine for a week. I just, I completely had forgotten that that season of Potomac where Monique and Candace got in the fight happened during the pandemic. It feels like it was like years and years and years ago. And I, I guess it almost was. But I, like, at this, po- at this uh, point, yeah. I know. Well, did you, say, I mean, I, it's not on Bravo, so not uh, Bravo by Betches, but Monique's going to be on a new show, I think. Which I um, Yeah, I think it already premiered maybe. Oh. It's on, <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's on the, the own network, the Oprah Winfrey oh, network, and it's okay. um, Love and Marriage DC or DMV, and it's like a spinoff because they have another one that's like Love and Marriage. I want to say it's like Huntsville or something. It's a yeah, really it, random location. And, and I want to say the producer of it is like one who's like a Bravo, like got their legs yeah, in Bravo. It, so no, it's yeah. that guy, uh, Carlos King, I think, is producing oh, it, who yes. did a lot of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think he just wrote a book too, maybe, or a, yes. has a podcast. Oh, he did some Jersey too. Yeah, he's really legit. I don't know anything about love and marriage, but the, the I, concept in the reality show. <laughs> I mean, one could say, but <laughs> I have noticed I'll be on Twitter sometimes, like on the Bravo Twitter account, and I follow all the Bravo celebrities, and I'll mm-hmm. see that Monique is live tweeting both her show and the original show. Like they're on back to back, I guess. Oh. And I'm like, okay, so have fun. <laughs> good, and, you, good. you know what? Star employee. She's like, no, I'll do both. I'll do both. I'm sure that's in the contract. Those essential oils keeping her awake. <laughs> but speaking of new shows, I want to talk to you about Real Housewives of Dubai, which we got an official announcement on Friday that it is premiering on June 1st, and it's going to be on Bravo, not on Peacock. I know some people were conf- confused about that. I was um, shocked. Yeah. So that is happening, and we now have official confirmation of who the six housewives are going to be. Um, and I want to go through the cast and just some like quick hits on who these women are, because it seems like a very eclectic group and they've clearly, it feels like they've found people who all really 
want to be public figures because if you <laughs> if you scroll through aside from what any of them do for work or anything like that all of them already have instagram followers well yeah yeah like uh, three so caroline stanberry obviously we knew she was going to be on the show she's kind of like the you know center i don't know what they're holding but like center <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. um center diamond we'll just say that oh they're ju- they're just holding they're just holding their hips they're all walking okay. down like that they're, they're, okay that works I too guess. yeah <laughs> but so caroline stanberry obviously she has over half a million followers, but two of the other women on the cast have over half a million followers on Instagram as well. I mean, I don't know. There's a chance that like many other things in Dubai, followers can be bought, but, but I don't know. I was, I was kind of impressed because sometimes I remember I also, sometimes housewives come on the show with like zero social media presence. So yeah, Julia from Miami and then Larsa has to fight with her about it <laughs> or maybe fight with her. But I did, I think that was important for them to do because it needed to, I mean, I am excited for Caroline to kind of like kick us off with this season, but, or the series, but I think they needed people who had a following and kind of a footing of their own. So you can't be like, yeah, Caroline, you can't tell me shit. I also can like run circles around you. So let's get that straight. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not like, you know, it seems we don't know exactly maybe who has the most money or who might pretend to have more money than they do. I could see that being a situation, mm-hmm. but they all have things going on. Like we have uh, this woman, Chanel Ayan, who is a a supermodel, we're being told. She is apparently the first, she's from Kenya originally and is was the first black model to be on a magazine cover in Dubai. And so, you know, she has stuff going on. There's this woman, Lisa, Lisa Milan, who is a former Miss Jamaica, and now she's a fashion designer. Uh, Nina Ali is a lifestyle content creator, originally from Lebanon, and then Texas, and then now Dubai, which is... You guys know that classic trajectory. I can't wait to hear her speaking voice, because I'm like, there has to be an accent, and I just need to know. There's some, there's, yeah. I also like, too, she's the one who's like, no, I'm a content creator, and I'm going in the show as (laughs) one. (laughs) <laughs> that's always interesting it's giving a little bit of megan king Edmonds vibes where it's like well i have a blog and i'm doing candles and it's like okay i will see i'm like yeah i can also rip off a tj maxx logo and say i made a candle too <laughs> i'm really intrigued by dr sarah almadani who okay so she's listed she has a whole website she has a lot of different things going on clearly but they they include doctor in the like cast announcement but then there's no mention from what i've found of what type of doctor she is Mm-mm. is this a phd situation is it like i deemed myself a <laughs> doctor because she's a tech entrepreneur and a public speaker who apparently has done a ton of keynote speeches and she's mm. inspiring women in the middle east to have successful careers and stuff which is amazing but it's funny because usually when somebody's a doctor on this show it's like wendy's talking about her phd we see tiffany moon going to the hospital and it's like okay d- doctor what <laughs> Yeah, and Dr. Nicole having her little snacks at lunch. I know it's very, yeah, it's really, it's because it's sort of like when I learned that Dr. Phil wasn't like, he was yeah. like, he had a PhD and he wasn't like a psychiatrist or psych- I'm like, what? <laughs> What's your PhD in? So I do love the, having that moniker, but hey, you know what? If she got a degree in something and she can say it, 
I'm not going to fight with her, but I'm sure a lot of the other ladies are going to fight with her. (laughs) Right. Like I'm more right now. I'm more curious than judgmental because I just don't know. And I would like to know. Well, what I'm also curious about is because Chanel has, I think I read on entertainment tonight. She runs a talent agency. So I'm like curious too. And I guess I have seen like models pivot into like having their own like modeling agency and stuff like that. But I'm excited to see now like a Bravo Leb going into that field because I'm like, is she going to now be the agent for all the other ladies in the show or something like that? (laughs) But I do think I am excited. Well, also because she's like a trained supermodel and like knows a thing or two about being in the public eye and all that. I feel she's going to be able to mix her modeling with her talent agency expertise and like kind of come out as like the front runner of the show. Okay. Yeah. We had Cynthia Bailey once upon a time doing um, the Cynthia Bailey modeling, but Honestly, that always felt a little bit storyline-y to me. I'm not necessarily saying that it wasn't real or that she's that's never been a real business, but it's like when somebody starts that when they're already on the show, it feels a little bit like, okay, something to do. But it feels like coming out of the gate, at least from what we are hearing about these women, it seems like they all do pretty much have stuff going on, which is, I like that. I mean, I think there's, there's a time and a place for Real Housewives who are really just housewives but Mm -hmm. i think especially for a new show that's happening i think it's encouraging that there's going to be more activity going on in their personal lives i also feel too it's going to be important because a lot i mean myself included too i'm not the most familiar with dubai so like seeing these women like going and like doing like like a day of Mm -hmm. work and stuff like that and kind of having those layers to kind of get yourself to know the like the area a little bit more i feel like will be refreshing i feel like it's almost kind of like when New York City premiered for like people that like I've never been to New York and being able to like see kind of how like these ladies go about the day. That might be a bad example because I can't really remember what any of those ladies did for work besides Bethany selling fake muffins in Whole Foods. But <laughs> <laughs> well, and Zarin Fabrics, I mean, which I mean, <laughs> Ramona Singer, of course, was a self-made woman, very successful. She money's was- an aphrodisiac. <laughs> She was buying uh, like unsold clothes from Macy's <laughs> or whatever. And I, I saw a tweet the other day, which was funny, that it's like iconic of Roni to just never mention the fact that theoretically at some point Ramona Singer retired from her job. Because <laughs> in the first... In the first season or two, she she talked all the time about how career-oriented she was. Yeah. And she had this business. And Mario did the True Faith jewelry. And then at some point, I guess, I mean... If Mario went away, then that jewelry. But like, she had a clothing business, yeah. That we just never heard about again. I feel it's one of those things because I feel like if you never hear about it, it's less of a retirement and more of like, oh, the money dried up, and they just don't want to discuss it, like all the other brands. Right. I'm surprised she was able to steer clear of ever having that be brought up to her on the no show. No one ever like, yeah, waved it in front of her as like a failure or something. That is interesting. Right, like, why isn't Luann like, well, Ramona, your business doesn't even exist anymore. (laughs) I mean, she's too busy crunching the number on how successful Fosé is. You know what? (laughs) She's just like, damn, another case sold. Okay, my what I want now for Roni Legacy, I just want Ramona to be in the first episode. Just so, (laughs) just so, like... Somebody, I don't know, maybe Kelly Ben Simone, maybe maybe Cindy Barshop comes and does it. Hmm. Just come up to Ramona and be like, Ramona, how's your business? <laughs> I oh, uh, you know what? I and think she's like, you know what? I'm do done, it. and then she never comes back. Yeah. So you want? Yeah, yeah. That actually would be a part. I mean, the Bravo track record so far for new season premieres with uh, cast members like that, like when 
Jenny came back, got confronted, and then left. So you know what? Maybe that's going to be their new thing. Oh, I forgot about that, that they filmed that. I can't. That's so going to be strange. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. I'm curious, so the last time, or uh, actually, maybe I've seen you since then, but I saw you at our friend Sarah Galley's live show mm, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago and there were Kelly Ben Simone was there as a guest uh-huh. uh, Carol Radziwill f- FaceTime appeared uh, in the <laughs> middle of a restaurant <laughs> um, I'm curious to get your thoughts on if there's any maybe like wild cards that you feel you would really like to see on Roni Legacy I well I mean Kelly is a shoe in I am the strongest fan of Tinsley, I think, in my entire life. I, like, need her to be happy and get back out there. And honestly, like, I, I kind of think they need to, like, plop in one of those randoms. And, like, I would love Jules. I know okay. she's not really legacy because she was only on for, like, maybe 20 minutes. And, like, 
just smoked 50 packs of cigarettes. But like, I think she has gone through so much. And if she can't do Legacy, get her on an Ultimate Girls Trip because I just really was into her. And I think she didn't have a fair chance with like the Bethany machine. And now, because Bethany probably will not go on uh, Legacy despite the fact that she would take the money if she could. But uh, I think it would be fun for her. I, yeah, I think when I think of them casting Legacy, I don't actually think Legacy means anything. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't uh, think you have no. to, like, I don't think there's eligibility rules to ca- to be considered Legacy, except for having been on Roni at some point. Roni at one point. Um, but I do feel like Jules and Tinsley and Kelly are kind of in that second cluster where they're not kind of the core group yeah. of... You know, I feel like Jill is in that group or like Jill, Luann, Ramona, Sonia are kind of Bethany would kind of be like the core that feel kind of like the essence of Roni. But Mm -hmm. I actually really do hope that they bring some people in that are a little bit less obvious choices, maybe like a Jules or I think Kelly and Tinsley. I, I think a lot of people would like to see them, but at the same time, they weren't housewives for 10 seasons. It's not their entire identity. Um, Exactly. And I think that would actually make it more fun because I I sort of feel like if they if they just pick the five most obvious people, it's gonna kind of feel like reunion, you know, all yeah, stars. Like uh, uh, on Paramount Plus, they do the Real World Homecoming, and it's like I don't oh, want yeah. it to be that for Roni. Like That's I want it so to be, real. I want it to be like an exciting new show. Well, also they need people who are going to like clash and not rehash the same fights of all times. Like, that's why uh-huh. Jordan and Tinsley could be fun because they don't really, they have a lot of issues together, but they can uh, get it on together. I mean, I don't know, a lot of people are even saying, like, maybe Leah goes over there because her and Ramona can keep on spatting and stuff like that. It is interesting. In a recent interview, Luann was mentioning a lot of people she wanted on it and did not say Sonia, which I don't know if that was a slip up or something, but... Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like Sonia is weirdly... I feel like they sort of forget she exists when they're not filming with her. I know. And I almost, I mean, I think she sort of does that to herself because I've posted on Instagram about how my favorite thing about Sonia Morgan is that when they're not filming, I swear she spends 80% of her time outside of the city at like wellness retreats and spa resorts and all of these places. And so I genuinely feel like she just isn't around when there aren't cameras on her in New York (laughs) city. Uh, Maybe, maybe to uh, save money, but it's like, I feel like she's not kind of working the circuit in the way Ramona or Luann are, where they're probably running into each other and they're going to luncheons and all of this stuff. Like Sonia doesn't really, I don't feel like she actually exists in New York city (laughs) at this stage. (laughs) No, she's a ghost of New York. That is so, that's actually really valid. And I guess that is why. And she also isn't as like hungry for Roni. I feel like as they are too with that, which good for her for having somehow a level of peace and balance. I don't, I'll I'll call it that because I do love her. I have a soft spot for her. Yeah, which is funny because perhaps she needs the paycheck more than some of the other people do. But at the the same time, it does feel like she is less kind of, I don't know, like she feels less desperate in a way than like a Romana or a Luann. But at the same time, I mean, she's doing her non, not not a cabaret show. Oh, Sony in the City. Oh, yeah. (sighs) I don't, I really With don't know UTA, what. With UTA, which is like, I mean, I guess because she's like a huge uh, person, but I'm like, damn. Yeah, I went to her, 
I saw her Shut like up. dress rehearsal thing in the fall. It was weird, but I mean, it was fun. I had a fun time, but it was it was interesting. Uh, like Luann is born for the stage in that regard for the cabaret. I, Sonia, it's like because like it's I feel like it's probably like just all over the place. Her body and the, the, yeah. the, the, the setting. Well, and I think Luann, I don't know if I would ever say that she is super talented vocally or anything. Oh, no. But I feel like she's very when it comes to her show, it's well rehearsed, it's put together, she has the outfits, she has the the set list, she has the band, you know, if the producers like, of it are so good too. Yeah. Right. It feels like at the very least it's like an actual disciplined show, whereas I yeah. think the Sonia thing is a little bit more like we're throwing shit at the wall, and as long as we can sell the tickets, this is going to be a good time. And it's like, okay. She's like, people just want to see Sonya be Sonya. And it's like, oh, sure, yes, but not for, like, however much she's selling her tickets for. I know. I don't think they're that cheap either. I mean, hey, she's, she's going to pay her rent, 20000 a month. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, I want to pivot a little bit and talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey this season because I don't think you and I have really had a chance to chat about it. And I'm curious um, how you've been feeling about this season and specifically I, I want to talk about the what went down last week at the softball game and mm. uh, leggings gate, you could call it. Oy, 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 oy. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, what I love about Jersey is that these ladies know they want to enjoy themselves. So they are like, we're going to go in, give Bravo what they need. You're going to get like 12 or 13 episodes. It's not going to stretch out long. They're like, you can just film us for like four weeks and there'll be enough drama, more drama than any of the other shows. Like they yeah. got right to the chase. There's no like catch ups. So I really love that about Jersey. I am enjoying this season. Um, the legging situation, I, Mark, I because I I am a I am a Margaret Josephs fan. I love her, and like, okay. she really she's like I like I want to be her when I grow up. I feel like because she just is like living her best life. I would have just worn the leggings because I'm afraid of confrontation, but that's also why I'm not a housewife. <laughs> but I do love that every single person was like they're so heavy, <laughs> like, and it looks so hot <laughs> out there that I'm like. People are gonna faint uh, with these with these leggings, 
And I don't know. I do think it was kind of a weird moment that Teresa did the leggings promo at the tree and also at the softball game because the softball game was for charity. But I understand she's literally just there because she's like, I need some checks. Yeah, it was very... It feels like Teresa is, to me, a little bit more openly not having a great time than she has in the past that I feel like it's her being on the show has always been kind of a foregone conclusion. And Mm -hmm. even if she doesn't like everyone or if maybe she isn't having the best time, it never feels like she really is like, why do I have to be here right now? Because it's like, this is her whole life. This is her whole thing. I mean, we don't know Teresa not as a housewife and I've seen some people starting to say that if Teresa really is so happy with Louie and if she feels like people are trying to come for her and her love bubble and all of this, that they could see her potentially walking away from Housewives, which I think I still have a hard time seeing her really pulling the plug. I Yeah. But you never know. Well, and I, it's interesting it's, you say that because it was so, it's kind of like a really insane flip because I've never seen her as happy as she was on Ultimate Girls Trip. And, mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, Teresa's a whole new person now. And she is kind of giving miserable. I mean, she's even said, I don't want to be here. I'm really pissed off on a jersey. And I could see her try to pitch. I mean, now that it is so interesting having, like, the whole peacock element of everything. Like, would she want to do just, like, a peacock series of her and her family? And, like, none of Jersey. And I feel now we're at the first point, too, where I feel like, oh, Jersey could continue without her. Teresa, that's no shade to you. That's just shout out to what you yeah. Um and I know, but I, and I feel like it's because I can't handle five more seasons of just like people getting mad about Louie. Cause I'm like, he's not, like, I, I, cause she's not gonna respond to any of it. So it's kind of like um, a dead end cause she's not gonna change her way or anything like that until more stuff comes out about him. But even that won't change it. That would just make her have to answer more questions. Right. Yeah. They taped their reunion last week. And I'm, I am really curious to see how the Louie <clears throat> topics are handled at the reunion because. I do feel like it's going to be hard to go into another season if everything just kind of stays unaddressed. And if Teresa is permanently just in this place of anybody bringing up my relationship is attacking my happiness and I won't engage in that because it's like, I get that. Of course, people, Teresa has been through a lot. People have come for her happiness in, you know, various different ways but at the same time, it's like you're on the reality show that you've and been also, doing And also she's for, come for people's happiness. Yeah. And it's like you you did sign up for this. And like it or not, Louis also signed up for this. He knew what he was getting yes. into. And the idea that I don't necessarily think Louis is the worst person in the world and want Teresa to dump him tomorrow. And, you know, I don't, that's up to her. But at the same time, it's like, for us to be satisfied as viewers, yeah. there has to be some kind of, okay, we'll talk about it. I'll I'll say what I'm going to say, and then then it'll be done. Like, even just that would make it feel a little less icky, I think. St- yeah. And I, I it is interesting, too, because now I feel like we're in the first time where, for a while, I was like, oh, well, Bravo would just never get rid of Teresa. But now I'm like, Bravo was kind of like doing whatever the hell they want to do to make the shows good. And also, I think, I feel like sometimes I even forget, too, I'm like, the longer you're on, like the significantly more money you get too. So it's not even like they're just like, oh, we'll keep you on. It's like if they're giving Teresa multi millions and she's not really giving them anything new, I could see them kind of be like, okay, well, we need to, we can find, we can hire three new people for the price of Teresa at least. 
or even more than that, and uh, kind of like re-shake uh, it up. Yeah, I think we don't always talk about the the budgetary aspect of it, but I do think that is a real thing that comes into play. I think that was actually a major factor when uh, on Orange County they got rid of Vicky and Tamara because they felt like they weren't. They felt like the show had kind of gotten stale, and both of those yeah. women were having you know million dollar contracts, and there aren't there aren't actually that many people on Bravo who are making that much money. And no, even like. I mean, obviously, we don't know exactly how much every single person makes because a lot of that is private or speculation or whatever. But even most like a housewife who's been on the show for a few seasons is still probably only making like a couple hundred thousand dollars. They're not making millions of dollars, the vast majority of them just to do the show. No, because all the money comes from like the appearances, the sponsorships and them just not knowing how to budget and getting into the credit card debt, which makes great TV later on. Like that's kind of where that's kind of where the lavish lifestyle shows up. Right. Like I think um Leah McSweeney was talking about, I think for her first season, she made like sixty thousand bucks. I think for, so, like sixty or sixty. Yeah. For like a 20, 20 episode season, I mean, that's a pretty big commitment. And that there was there had been back and forth about her them not wanting to give her very much of a raise for her second season. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think people sometimes are a little bit it don't realize kind of how much those million dollar contracts add up compared to people that have been on the show a few seasons. I'm sure Jackie and Jennifer at this point are making pretty decent money from the show, but they're yeah. not getting paid a million bucks to do. No, a season. not close to, I can't imagine. Uh, I feel like probably the only two people on Jersey doing that is Teresa and maybe Melissa's like right at there. Yeah, but I yeah. think Melissa probably. I think Melissa probably gets a nice paycheck, yeah. and also the husbands do get paid on Jersey. So, oh, um, I never knew. That. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's different for different um, franchises. Like you'll notice that some of them, like obviously New York hasn't had husbands in a long mm-hmm. time, um, <laughs> but like when they're doing, because like on New Jersey, you'll see them go and do scenes with just the husbands. Oh, that's whereas true. there are some shows or some seasons even where you don't really see that. Or like actually we had um I had Ashley uh Jacqueline's daughter Ashley Maleo oh, on yeah. uh a few weeks ago and she was talking that she started getting paid after the first season, which I never even really thought about. I was like, well like I mean I guess that I you kind of think of it just like going to the family. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no exactly. I'm like it's Jersey, you're just talking to your family. Yeah. But yeah, uh, well, so. that's what everyone is so curious about how much Gia's getting paid this season. Cause she is like confessional drama, but she's not a friend of. But right. sh- I guess she's getting some type of a check. What did you think about Gia's involvement in the leggings situation? I am cut from the jersey cloth where you do not talk to any of your parents' friends or an adult like that. Uh, mm. to Margaret Joseph when she was like, she's supporting you. And also I'm like, when has Teresa ever supported any of these <laughs> ladies? I think it's like, you go to the bath, you do what I would have done what Gia did in the bathroom to Teresa. It's like, Margaret's talking about your leggings, but I wouldn't have said anything to her face because I, that, that, that that's the OG Jersey in me. I'm like, the kids don't do that. But uh, the Roni, the Ron J Jersey girls uh, never really did that because uh, Ashley's famous hair pull and the man's our brother shouting. But I don't, it wasn't it wasn't um as iconic of a moment as that, so I don't really feel it was necessary. Right. And yeah. I also just felt like, and I, I agree with what you said earlier about how if you were Margaret, you probably would have just put the leggings on to yeah. <laughs> not make an issue. But I also felt like with Gia, I don't have an issue with Gia being involved 
no. in general. But I felt like with that, it was specifically going back to what had happened at the ropes course and the way that Teresa yeah. really was not willing to give Tracy or Margaret the time of day. And it was, I mean, Teresa's demeanor at the ropes course was oh. kind of shocking to me. I mean, we do not see her like that very often. And so no. I felt like Gia was a little bit overstepping, not even just like in a respect your elders kind of way, but also just, you weren't there at the event that people are mad at your mom for. Like, you don't actually know what happened that day. So I feel like it's the kind of thing where if you don't have the context, you probably shouldn't be the one getting involved. And also, I am kind of, it's kind of a flip because what I love so much about Gia last season was how she kept her, or tried to keep her mom <laughs> very level-headed. Like, even when, like, because on the scene when, like, she was talking to, Teresa about the Jackie thing where she's like, she didn't mean, mom, it wasn't like, she didn't mean it like that. She was trying to explain to you mm -hmm. what it would mean and stuff like that. I was like, okay, well, gee, okay. Okay, Gia with the Rutgers, yes, go on. And then uh, now I'm like, now now Gia is trying to like get herself ready to like, I don't know, maybe be on the new Roni or, uh, or something like that. Cause now she's got to get in more into the drama moment of it. Yeah, now that she's 21, she can go to the summer house. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I would fucking love. I uh, I have mixed feelings. I don't know about the the mixing it up so much with the shows. I think Winter House, as much as I enjoyed it, also opened a little bit of a Pandora's box that now it's it's hard to it's it's hard to put like the sleeping bag back in the yeah, little holder. I heard I'm like <laughs> camping icon because uh, I heard the thing was, I was like, a Boy Scout Paige, for a long time. Paige might be going down to like South. I'm like, does she gonna want to go to? Charleston now, like for Evs, is Craig gonna want to move up? Like it just there's so much like back and forth, and it's funny because it's like oh they would have to move, and then I feel like Summer House is in such a place where it's like who can continue staying on this show? Who's gonna graduate to another Bravo show? Who's just gonna stop? Like it's really weird, yeah. Right, and there's been chatter that may potentially somebody from Summer House could be on the rebooted Roni. Tell me it's hubs. No, I mean, no, I, I haven't heard oh. like, <laughs> I, I don't think there are like rumors. I think people oh. are just talking about it. Cause it's some, it's interesting. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that could potentially be interesting, but at the same time, it could also be kind of a flop. Um, yeah. but I also, so Austin and Craig did their, uh, pillow, pillows and beer tour show in New York over the sure. weekend. Sure. And That's a sentence you just said to me. Sure. <laughs> yes, it was at the town hall. I believe it was sold out. But uh, our friend Gibson Johns was there and he shared some little tidbits of tea Ooh. from the show. And apparently they said that, first of all, Austin, I guess, has made up with everyone on Winter House. Um, so like Sierra and Lindsay and him are fine, I guess. But also, Wait, but Lindsay's not on Winter House, is she? Oh, is she not this season? I know. I'm so bad at like. No, that's because I only know that because her, Carl, and Danielle are always in Aspen, and I thought that was Winterhouse. Right. And right, I think right, it's because, right. yes, yes. Oh, so she he made up with Sierra, not Lindsay. That's interesting. But then they also teased that there are going to be more people from other Bravo shows this season on Winterhouse. And I'm like, where do we go cool, with though. this? Like, I don't know. I mean, there might be, there slide into my DMs if there is like tea about this that I've missed, but I know there's been chatter about like, Tom and Ariana potentially going oh, or I know it's or like I I mean uh, I think it would be fun to I just I think it's so. it's like a little bit you start to get to a a little bit of a place where it's like 
how real are we pretending this yeah. is? Because Winterhouse, I think it's interesting. They did not do like Ultimate Girls Trip. The way they framed it was very much like we're all housewives and we're going on this show. There was no fourth. There was no fourth wall. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas on Winterhouse, it was like we're doing a 17 day vacation with a group of friends and it's so yeah. exciting. And yeah, actually I know Austin from way back and it's like no, Bra- Bravo cast you on the show. Yeah. And it's a little bit, I think the more you add different characters from mm-hmm. the Bravo universe, even if they know each other in real life because they're on Bravo shows, we still, it's like, I don't want to suspend my disbelief that you guys all just like booked this Airbnb together. <laughs> Because I liked Winter House ads. Because when I when it was first starting, I thought it was just going to be like the summer house people in winter because they wanted a because sh- they right. wanted more money, which is fair and real, and they're entertaining. And I'm like, yeah, keep the drama going because they are all living in the city and they have their drama continuing. Now it kind of seems like a Bravo Con event that's gone on too long because it's like fun to mix and match at like something like that where it's like ah all these people together, but now I'm like oh they're having like drama together. It's very, very bizarre. Right. Because then I'm thinking, okay, what if they sent somebody from like Family Karma to be in the winter house? That would be fun for them to get that kind of exposure. And like they send Marlo. She's like, who the fuck are all of you? (laughs) It's like, I'm way too fabulous for this. Yeah. Um, But then it's like, okay, so if somebody from Family Karma goes to the winter house, then do we have to have like Paige and Amanda oh. come to visit Family Karma next That's season. Because that, I don't need that. I don't necessarily think we need no. more of that. I'm fine with Paige being on Southern Charm because that's real. Like, they're actually together. Yeah. So it would be weird if she just, if they were like, oh, Craig's new girlfriend. I I heard her name is Paige. But it's like, I don't know. I, I, it feels like they we're playing with fire. They should just all that. They should just do more like little vacation spinoff shows with different pockets. Like, have the Vanderpump crew do their own winter house, have summer house do their own or something like that. You know what I mean? So it feels more authentic and organic. I'm down for more experimentation, but I I think if you just like keep adding (laughs) characters to winter house, I don't know. Where do we go with that? What are the ramifications? Yeah. And I'm like, what, what, what are we doing with it? Cause it's a thing too. Cause I loved Winter House, cause like, oh, you get to see the continuation of the drama of like Kyle and Amanda, which I'm like, why I wanted that. And I'm like, <laughs> and then all these things. And now it's sort of like, it's just such a hodgepodge of like, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. And also now yeah. everyone in Winter House is like a couple. So I'm like, why the fuck? I guess that's why they're bringing in new people. But then if Tom and Ariana come, they're still a couple too. I'm like, I don't want to just watch like all the people from my high school who are like engaged and happy on Winter House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean... I don't know. Happy couples just don't make good TV, do they? No. <laughs> Besides Jackie Nat, well, I guess they had the drama, but I do love that. And Marjorie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we like we like cute couples, but it's like that's not a storyline. That I Marjorie, also like happy Joe couples don't happy. make good TV. Everyone listening was like, Kyle and Amanda are happy, even though he did make me like I. She did tear up. That was a cute <laughs> moment at the dinner. Everyone forgot about it because the dinner went so south. But like, uh, it was very sweet. As sweet as Kyle you know. They're, they might not be a happy couple, but they're together well, and married. Um, a fun shout out because at page six, we have this astrologer who like deep dives into couples. On, you should have her on. Uh, deep dives into couples on Bravo. And she was okay. like, Kyle and Amanda, she was like, they're the real deal. She's like, their moons and like, they're like, their love languages are so similar oh. and so combative, but they both look at love as business transactions. So it makes a lot of sense why they have the business together. And they're like, it's an investment. So that's why they fight because they're like, 
you're not pulling your weight in this business. And then they make up once they have like a successful moment. Wow. Suddenly I'm team Kaimanda and I didn't. I know. <laughs> it's, that it's is, a moment. That is interesting. Speaking of page six, uh, tell everyone where they can follow you, find you, listen to you, all that good stuff. Yes. So of course I do not another true crime podcast here every Monday with uh, Sarah, who I love, but I also um, am a page six host and I do recap videos on Everything page six for Housewives. And then I also do the Housewives Hangover newsletter for them that comes out on Friday. You can sign up for that. And I do virtual reality, a Bravo recap on them for Friday. And you can follow me at Casmer Danny, Casmer with a K. I sometimes will be on page six and then I realize on the in the corner <laughs> I see you and Evan talking to each other yes! on mute. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> it comes on a lot of random articles that aren't Housewives related yeah. sometimes. I'm like, ooh, ooh. You should, I'll, do you know Evan? I'll connect you with him too. Uh, we, we follow each other on Instagram. Yay! But oh, he's such a sweetie. I'll have to have him on. Uh, Danny, thank you so oh. much for joining. I'm so excited uh, for Dubai and all this other stuff yes. we have going on. And you'll have to come back soon and chat about that. I'm so in. Okay, perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.